Welcome into the Invest Wealth Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall. Listen, each and every week, we're talking about great ideas to help you invest well, grow your wealth, kind of protect yourself from pitfalls out there. And this week is no different. We're going to talk about the three greatest risks to your wealth on the Invest Wealth Show today. All right, well, let's jump into it. Listen, uh, many of you may or may not know, I've been in the financial space for almost 20, 21 years now, really, when you think about it. Commentated nationally for about six years, CNBC, Fox, Bloomberg, and really have had our own firms for several years. In fact, I know some of you have even taken time to check that out. So if you have questions personally about your wealth, head over to leanonthewall.com. But I want to talk about the three greatest risks to your wealth. This is something that I believe is not often discussed. And, you know, I think so often what we see, what I've seen, my experience has been with media for years is the focus of media a lot of times, or really most of the time, I mean, let's just call it what it is. Most of the time, the focus of media is to capture your eyeballs. <laughs> That's really what it is. They want your eyeballs. They want you paying attention to their content and they want more eyes or ears on their content so that, that way they can charge more for advertising. That's really at the crux of it what most traditional media has been. And, you know, my experience of being on national media like the Fox Businesses and Squawk Box and stuff like that of the world is, you know, they're talking about, hey, what do you think about this stock or what do you think about this? What do you think about inflation? What do you think about what the Fed's doing? And all of these conversations, but there's never been any real tangible walk away kind of take home bits for the consumer where they could say, you know what, I was watching this show and this is what I learned. And for me, one of the things that I've always done, if you've watched any of, of my time or any of my history or career, um, you'll know that I have spent a lot of time trying to think through ways that we can share and communicate financial tips in such a way that it connects with the listener, and that way you can really actionably take what I'm saying and uh, look to improve your life. Not just say, wow, okay, yeah, this stock, okay, that stock, okay, this, whatever. And, and you feel like there's so much information and there's no real clarity on what's being said. So I want to talk on the show today about the three greatest risks to your wealth. I really believe these are crucial risks that um, we're facing today, you're going to face in the future, quite honestly, in ways that you haven't faced in the past. We've had a, a, a period of time, quite honestly, a, a fairly long period of time of relatively low inflation, about 2% a year for years and years and years and years. And I think the sentiment is from a lot of people that inflation is going to rise and it's going to rise significantly. There's never been, let me just kind of say it to you this way, there's never been a time ever in the history of our country where dollars have been printed, right, by the Fed, the Fed creating new monies and buying treasuries, pushing it into the system. Never been a time in history where money's been created and printed like it has been, where inflation hasn't followed it. It's important to know. Now, we've already seen inflation in little ways. I mean, just think about just... You know, here we are basically uh, July of 2021 and across the country, most people are ended up now they're paying, you know, three to four dollars ish a gallon in gas. 
And um, we're in a place where, you know, a couple years ago, it was closer to a buck and a half, two dollars. Right. Two and a half. Somewhere in that ballpark. And the answer to that from our current administration in the White House is, we'll just go buy an electric car. <laughs> you wouldn't have to deal with it. Well, that's not a that's not a real world adult answer to the reality of why these problems have happened. We know goods and services are more expensive. I mean, if you're trying to build a home now versus trying to build a home a year ago, you know the cost of plywood has doubled, almost tripled in some areas in the country. So there are things that we're seeing now, and you can relate it to whatever you want to relate it to. What I'm saying is we are in a place where there's been a lot of money printed. There's a lot of things happening, and inflation is the first thing that we have to think about that is a great risk to your wealth. And let me kind of break this down to you if you never thought about it this way, because, you know, we've heard of the idea of inflation so much, it's almost like the frog in the pot. Starts out with cold water, gets a little warmer, then a little warmer, and then all of a sudden the frog's cooked in the pot. Here's the reality. Inflation has everything to do with your buying power. What does that mean? Well, that means if you've got a million dollars or two million dollars or a hundred million dollars or a billion dollars or a hundred thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars, whatever you have to your name, what you can take that money and go buy today is called buying power. So as an example, if you want to go buy a Tesla, right, uh, depending on the model, you're going to spend fifty dollars to $100,000 on a Tesla today. So you take your money and you go buy a Tesla and 50000 buys this, 100000 buys that, etc. But in the future, as inflation occurs, that same $50,000 10 years from now, 20 years from now, may not be worth 50000 as far as what it can buy. It may only be worth twenty five or twenty, because the costs of things have significantly increased. They've inflated. That matters to you in relation to your investments and where you are with your wealth, because if you haven't factored that in, then you're in a place where uh, you're missing out on some great opportunities. So I want to give you two quick thoughts on inflation, and then I'm going to jump to the next one, uh, the next great risk. Two quick thoughts. You know, a lot of times people have said in times past, you've heard this said maybe in media, one of the best ways to counteract or fight inflation is, um, you know, being in equities, being in markets, right? Being in the stock market. And certainly that is one way you can grow your money. But I think it's also important to understand when we talk about that, that's kind of point one. Point two with that is, Another great way to protect against inflation is protecting so you don't lose a bunch of money. In other words, if the market drops 30, 40, 50 percent, I think everybody has the sentiment now that it's got, it just can't keep going up forever, right? At some, time, some point in time, that balloon's got to pop. And now you're in a place where if you're all in the market because your focus is to protect against inflation and that balloon pops and you lose 30, 40, 50 percent of your value, real stuff. Many of you that had some wealth during the 2008 years, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You lost a lot of money. That hurts, and it takes years to come back from. The only difference from then till now <laughs> is you're older, right? You're literally 13 years later in life. So losing money now is much, much more important. So two things with inflation is, yeah, maybe the market's a good idea, but make sure you understand how much risk you're actually taking 
And maybe there's some other opportunities out there to protect yourself. And in fact, there are. You could look at, you know, real estate, quality real estate. You can look at private equity. You can look at <clears throat> insurance-based contracts. There's a lot of different things out there. But inflation is number one. Second great risk to your wealth, this may sound elementary, but are losses. You know, losses are a great risk to your wealth. At some point in time as you get older, now if you're younger and you're listening to this, you may not have a lot of money to lose. <laughs> you don't want to lose money anyways, but you're not in a place where if the market drops significantly, it may not hurt you that bad. It may not be that significant, and you have a lot more time to catch up. But if you're 50, 60 years old or older, well, now you're in a place where losing a bunch of money on your wealth really can hurt. <clears throat> you know, and just like taking a drink of water here, if you haven't seen, feels good going down. When your portfolio goes down because you lost money, I'm going to tell you, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> okay. So we got to say, what can we do there to protect against that? One of the ways uh, you got to do that, first off, make sure you don't spill water on your jacket. That's bad for etiquette. And my, my crew here, they're telling me, Mike, would you, just, would you just drink the water and not spill it on yourself? What's wrong with you? But when you lose a bunch of money, obviously that takes away from your future value. We know that. It also is something where you don't have the time to come back. Number three, you're in a place where you don't have dollar cost averaging. You're not putting new money in each and every year because you're retired potentially. So what should you do? Well, a great little test <clears throat> is using the rule of 100. I don't know if you've ever used this or not, but if you take 100, the number 100, minus your age, and you get a number. That number that you get, 100 minus your age, that number, so let's say you're 50. 100 minus 50 is 50. This is going to be real easy. That means you should have 50% of your money safe in a place where it can't lose money or is much more conservative and 50% with some risk. As you get older, obviously, the amount of money you need to have safe increases. Why? Because you're older. You don't have the ability to make the money back like you did while you were working. So key point number two in relation to the greatest risks to your wealth Understand the potential for losses in your portfolio. This is not, this is not something where you want to wait and say, well, I'll just be okay. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out. It's always kind of worked out. You're older now. You have factors working against you that didn't work for you. Again, this is if you're 50, 60s. And you're in a situation where you need to address this. Very important. Third great risk. And this is this is the big T word. <clears throat> no, it's not Tesla or trouble or tarantula. It's taxes. You say, ooh, I don't like taxes. I don't either. But I can tell you this: we've never been in the history of the country in the lowest tax bracket as we are right now. It's one of the lowest tax brackets ever in history. You know, the government is probably one of the biggest beneficiaries of most people's investment structures. Did you know that? Most people's investments, your investments. Now, we don't know that for sure without looking deep, right? Right now, it's like doing a haircut through the phone because I don't know what you have. But the reality of it is taxes are a big problem. They're not going away. You can't just put your head in the sand and say it's not going to happen. I don't need to worry about it. 
Forget about that. We got to focus on what are we actively doing to reduce money in taxes that we're going to pay in taxes. That might be today, might be on your income if you're a high income earner. It might be tomorrow, might be next week, might be next year, might be 10 years from now. But we got to create a plan. We got to be thinking about creating a plan and saying, what am I going to actionably do? Don't be like the politicians that say, you know, this is a problem. It's going to be a problem. We're going to assess the situation. We're going to evaluate the situation. We're going to contemplate the issues at hand. We're going to discuss and we're going to lobby and we're going to contend and talk about. But there's no action. That's the difference between you and them. You're going to take action. And hopefully by listening to this show, you're saying, Mike, you know what? I am worried about that. I got a lot of money in an IRA right now. I got a lot of money in a high taxed account like IRAs or 401ks or 403bs, things like that. Those are all taxed at ordinary incomes. Maybe you have property that you own that have a lot of gains on them. Right, They've made a lot of money over the years, and you're worried about selling them and paying capital gains taxes. Or maybe you've increased value in stocks that you own, and like I, I like to sell it and keep my profit, but I'm worried about paying taxes. Well, I can tell you that this is not a one-size-fits-all situation, but this is something that you must evaluate. Let me give you a quick, simple example of why this matters. Let's just say you're in a place where you decide that in retirement you want to take $100,000 a year out of your investment portfolio, just as an example. Let's say your investment value is $5 million. Again, I'm just making up numbers. It may be way more for you, maybe way less, but just simple math. $5 million, and let's say on average you earn 5% a year, right? 5% of $5 million, as you know, 5 times 5, $250,000 a year. So at 5%, you're making plenty of interest that take out your $100,000 a year. Here's the issue. The issue or the question is how much of that money as you take out your income from your portfolio, how much of it is actually taxed? So if all that money, if no planning's been done and all of that money is coming out of your IRA account or something like that, that's taxed at a higher tax rate, well, you know that if you want to take 100,000, you got to take more like 130 or 140, depending on your income, to get 100. What that means is you have to take more money out of your portfolio to get your income uh, because it's taxed than what you would have to take if it wasn't taxed. So as an example, if you did tax planning and that $100,000 was in accounts where it was either tax-friendly or tax-free, now all of a sudden... To get $100,000 of income, all you need to do is take $100,000. What does that mean? That means more money gets to stay in your portfolio for later. These are important things, folks. And as you listen to this, this is something that you have to evaluate. Because these risks are not going to go away. They're not just going to evaporate into thin air. And you're going to be like, oh, well, you know, I just... I know, geez, that, that, that concerns me a little bit, and it's really something that I want to deal with, but <clears throat> I just don't know what to do, or I'm not sure where to go, or, you know, I've kind of dealt with that before, and I just, I don't want to deal with that right now. I got other things happening. I'm planning my vacation, or, you know, I got to go spend time with the grandkids, or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. I don't know. But I'm telling you, these risks are not going to go away. They're there, they're real, and they got to be addressed. 
And there's only going to be two types of people. People that actually take action and take steps and implement planning to improve their situation and those that don't. Those that just laissez-faire, hey, we're going to ride it out. We're just going to be in the markets. We're just going to you know, not really be overly assertive on what we're doing. Those are the two types of folks. Who do you think is going to fare better in the future when inflation rises, when taxes increase, and when there's a potential for a stock market decline? Who do you think is going to fare better? The one that said, you know what? I'm going to take this seriously. I'm actually going to address these three things in my portfolio and see how I can maximize <clears throat> you know, the, the process of reducing my taxes, protecting from losses, and looking for ways to fight against inflation. I'm going to actively do that versus the other person that hasn't done anything. It's like a student in school and you got two kids and one says, this math test is coming up pretty hard. I'm going to study and study and study and study. And then when I go take the test, I'll be ready. Now, are they going to get every question right? Probably not. But how do you think they'll fare compared to the other student that says, we got a pretty big test coming up and I'm not, I don't need to study. I'll just figure it out along the way. Who do you think is going to get the better grade? The one that studied or the one that didn't? Well, I think that's common sense. The one that studied, right? So with this, you got to address these risks. And again, the three greatest risks are, make sure you get them. Number one, inflation. Number two, losses on your portfolio. And number three, taxes in the future. This is huge. Now, you may be working with someone right now that's helping you with your investments, or maybe you're doing your own stuff. I don't know what your situation is. But if you don't have clear, precise, concrete planning that you've been implementing, to improve your situation, then I'm going to challenge you to find someone to help you. Now, I know the guys, I've started the companies, but I know the guys over at leanonthewall.com, great guys, great people, great team that can help you with that type of planning. We've been doing that for years and years and years. We've gotten referrals from all over the country for the amount of taxes we've been able to help people save in that company. So you got questions there, head over to leanonthewall.com. You may have a resource yourself and that's fine, but you need to address this. It's not going to go away and it's only going to become more complex. I share this because I really believe that if we take the effort and make the effort as people to protect and maximize what you have been given, what you have worked so hard for, what is the benefit of that? Well, the benefit of that is for future generations and for our future economy, it's only a win. It's a good thing versus not planning, losing a bunch of money, not being able to help people out. Can you imagine the amount of charities you can give to if you don't have a lot of money because you lost it in the market? You can't. But if you've made planning and you've saved taxes and protect against losses and protect against inflation, well, now you have extra coin, money, et cetera, that you can continue to proactively help those in need. I believe that's how we make this world a better place, not just by giving, but by being intentional and helping those that need help along the way. So again, you're so inclined, head over to leanonthewall.com. Great information there. Share this show with someone that needs to hear it. I appreciate you dialing in. If you haven't yet, please subscribe and like the show and click the notification bell on YouTube so you don't miss 
upcoming shows. Got some really, really good stuff coming out. Also, if you just want to take a simple, easy course on understanding investments, maybe you're a little bit younger, maybe you're older, I don't know. Head over to michaeldwall.com. Again, michaeldwall.com. We've got a brand new course that we're coming out with called Invest Well, Live Well, Give Well. It's a simple workbook course to help walk people through how they can get better understanding not only with investments, but make better decisions along the way. michaeldwall.com. As always, thanks for tuning in. As my goal for each and every show is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Have a good one. Talk to you next show. Thank you for listening to the Invest Well Show. Please note that this information shared on the show is not investment advisory advice, and it may not be reflective of your personal situation or the needs that you have. If you have questions specific to your financial situation, please make sure that you reach out to an investment advisor directly or a tax attorney or tax coach or CPA to help you with your personal situation. Any additional questions that you may have, please make sure that you seek out a professional to get the guidance needed for your specific situation. Again, all content and information shared on this show is not to be deemed as specific investment advisory advice.